welcome back. I'm Kim Bailey. She's Fuliana Osborne and this is Inside Exec. We're continuing our discussion with Rob Fay, the General Manager from Holiday Inn Express at Newcastle in New South Wales, Australia. And this discussion, we're going to explore the human resources side of the hospitality industry and particularly as it relates to how it affected this particular hotel during the COVID restrictions and lockdowns that came into place during 2020. I read where you, the way you advertise, you're talking about the locals, you're here for the locals and if they come for a staycation, if you like, as yeah. well as visitors. I really like that because I think sometimes, and that was before COVID, so that's yeah. um, a, a good way of saying we're part of the community and we welcome you to our home as well. Absolutely. And I think a lot of people, you know, they don't really discover their own backyard. So we live here, but we don't actually view it as a, as a, as a visitor, yeah. naturally. But I think, you know, that opportunity to stay in a hotel in your own backyard and experience it as a, and particularly Newcastle, there's so much to offer that people overlook. You know, I think that's quite a great thing to do. And and we've done it. You know, you, you live here, but you, every now and then you stay at the hotel or you stay at a hotel in the Hunter Valley and you just, it just opens your eyes and to how beautiful um, you know, our backyard is. I think that's really important. What it also reinforces is that the resources, that the human resources that are available in the local area so that if you're someone who is employing locally, you get to get a better feel for what's out there in terms of human resources as well. If, yeah. yeah, that's true. Absolutely. And that's that's a great point, Kim. We um, A lot of the suppliers, we like to support local as well. So that, that's one big thing that, partic- and I think particularly in the wake of this, you know, the last six months, trying to support those local suppliers and those smaller businesses is really uh, quite a passion of ours, yeah. So just on that learning from within the industry, do you look outside your industry to see if they've got some interesting things that you might try? And yeah. In a management sense, so, you know, not so much the what you're providing, but in a management sense. Yeah, always. I guess, yeah, hospitality, you can adopt a lot of a lot of other leadership qualities from different industries and, and adapt them, I suppose, into your industry. So, yeah, I think it's, um, I think you'd be silly not to, you know, cast your net wide and, and learn from different leaders from different industries. And I think fundamentally, the, the principles are the same, aren't they? They're in terms of leadership and, and managing people or managing a business, it just might be, you know, there might be some different intricacies in doing so. So, yeah, I reckon we can all learn from each other and irrespective of the industry. Well, we can, Rob, but Fuliana and I have worked together for over 30-something years. Wow. Probably closer to 40, in fact. We have started in the same stream of an organisation, but we went different ways and we do sure. have different views. But we're, we're often, because Fuliana's background was very much more in the finance industry than mine was, interesting for me to hear her views on, on management things and problems, case studies that people send us. And we will have very different outlooks, very different views because of that background that we've had in different industries. But then mm-hmm. in the end, what we're providing is an opportunity for people to see whether either of those solutions works or something else or the combination of them or, or you know, it sparks some other thought. So we're always keen to hear from any kind of industry, it doesn't matter what it is, because yeah. there's always information that we can share. And I think what you're giving us today is a lot about managing the human resources, which is yeah. great, because that's the area 
I will have to tell you, in 200 episodes, that's the area where we get the most inquiries, where we have the most case studies. And I guess the difference is, and why I was talking so much about the customer in this case, is the fact that all your staff have exposure, direct exposure to their customers. In other mm. industries, you could be in an operational area where you, you're serving someone who's serving the customer. But in your business, most people, whether you're in um, the maintenance area, whether you're in the cleaning area, whether front desk, whether you're in the restaurant side, the beverage side, yeah. or whether you're in the finance side doing their billing, you really know your customers. Yeah, that's so true. And I guess you're always on show, even if you aren't directly with that customer at that time or that guest at that time. If you're out on the floor, then people are you know, looking at your body language. And yes. it's really, I think that's a really important part is to, to maintain that positive um, and open body language, even if you're not directly engaging with that customer or that guest. I think that can tell a good or, or a lot about a person or a culture, a workplace culture. Yes. Just speaking on the workplace culture, yeah. I will highlight the fact that one of the images that you sent us to use shows a lovely pair of cherry socks. Ah, yes. Yeah. <laughs> we're, all about, we're all about the fun socks here. We do fun sock Friday even. Well, that, that was something that I wanted to ask and I wanted to bring to the fore because yeah. I know that there is another person on the staff who every time we are there makes a point of showing us what socks she's got on. And at the last, I bet, I bet I know who that is. And the last time we were there at breakfast, she had to show, show us that they were two different socks. That's Jamie for you. Yeah, she was the one that came up with Fun Sock Friday. So look, and that's it's about having fun, right? You can. It's something so small, but it's it's fun. You know, you got to have some fun while you're working. And the point about it too, I think, is exactly what you say. It's a small thing. It's a little thing. You're not asking mm. anyone to step really out of their comfort zone because no one's going to see the socks unless they show them to you. That's right. It does, yeah. it does bring everyone together. It does give them a focus that is not about, you know, I've got to go to work today, although I, I'm, I don't think I've ever seen any of your staff that, that look like it's, oh, it's work again today. <laughs> That yeah. socks experience is, is really not just a good example of the culture of your guys as a team, but the interaction with the customer. What you just said True. to him is the person came and, and that was so lovely. I would love to be in there when, you know, one of the staff will that because it's fun shared. <laughs> That's true. Well, I have to tell you the rest of the story because Fuliana knows Jamie. So Jamie, yeah. then my Jamie, yeah. the male yeah. Jamie, he then showed her his socks. Because he had <laughs> competition created very much yeah yeah i think then they went on to bemoan the fact that the place that they both had been buying these pairs of socks that were different yes were getting more difficult to find and so uh. yeah. <laughs> yeah well first world problems right and we can engage and i think that's our yeah. it is a relaxed tone in the the express brand and and that's what i really enjoy as well we can you know we get some return guests you know such yeah. as Kim and Jamie, and we can actually have that engagement with them and and and, and take that relaxed approach as well. Still professional, of course, but yes. I like the fact that we can engage with our guests in that manner. No matter where you are or, or what you do, you get recognised. You know, it's the old Dale Carnegie thing. If you use someone's name, then they're yeah. going to feel much better about the whole experience, regardless of what it is. Yeah. Yes. 
That's right. And there's one of our other staff, Linda, you may know, Kim, she can memorise coffee orders and that's always been a skill that she's had. Names and coffee orders. And no matter how hard I try, I just, I get it wrong every time, but (laughs) it's such an innate skill that Mm. she can look at a guest and go, you know, it's a, it's a short black or a, or a latte with two. And the guest just, they love it. And to me, that that's the difference between, yeah. you know, a, a good hotel or, or a great guest experience versus a good guest experience. So those mm-hmm. those little things are really critical. You know what's really good about what you just said, Rob, is that yeah. you know that about your staff. And some managers don't. Some leaders actually try their best, but they don't have that. So you already yeah. know all of that about your people and that to, it must be very rewarding for both of you. Yeah, it is. And you're right. And I, I guess I was in a really fortunate position being a new hotel, as you said, Fuliana. Yeah. I could handpick my team right. from the outset. So that was, you know, to have that as a, uh, to be able to go into a brand new hotel when we opened last year. Yeah. Yeah. That was, that was such an advantage to having worked with a lot of these guys and, and saying, you know, we created a hit list almost and said, right, we need these yeah. people to really give the hotel that, that great reputation. And so, yeah, very fortunate. Great. Just, just yeah. on that then, because that intrigues me, is that you've got this list of people that you've, you've worked with before. Sure. They worked with one another before? Uh, yeah, some some have. Yeah, yeah. And I guess that makes a big difference as well. And and that, it's it's a great point because even, even when I was assembling the team, that had a lot to do with it, how this person works with this person or or how they are they a good team fit. So you could have someone that can be, you know, have the greatest resume or be the best worker, but, you know, will they fit within the team that we've created? Mm-hmm. And there were, there were certain situations where I had to look at it and say, well, I don't think that person's the right fit, mm-hmm. uh, irrespective of their skill set. So that is also really critical because then being, being such a, or a smaller team, you know, that, that dynamic of um, working really well together is, is really, really critical as well. So just in terms then of the people management, we all know that there was great upheaval when the hotel did need to be closed over that period sure. of time where, where you weren't allowed to have anyone around. Yeah. How do you pick up after that when you start again? Yeah, look, that's look, going back to those challenges, that was one of the big challenges. So I guess just going back to when we closed the hotel, so 31 March we closed and and at that point, there was no end date. No, no one knew what the future mm-hmm. held, right? It was very, very unknown. I think that was probably most the most concerning or, or scary thing that um, that I certainly found, that I couldn't give the team an end date to say, look, it's only for three months or it's for six months. We had no idea. So I think, that obviously, communication was critical. We just kept the guys up to date. We did Zoom calls and different things. And then, you know, once we finally got that date to reopen, it was such a celebration. and. For me, though, we encourage people to get other work. So we needed, you know, the guys obviously needed to make a living. And I alluded to some that weren't on JobKeeper, which, you know, they, they need to make a living. So we've had people and part of the team seek other work and they've still got those jobs now. So I guess juggling that, the you know, the need is a hotel now once we've reopened, trying to juggle what they've currently got. So that, that's been difficult. But... On the whole, look, it's been really good, and I think um, we've, been, we've managed to keep the core group of people together, which I've been really lucky with. And, yeah, we've, we've been reopened, what, three months now, four months, so uh, things are going going well. 
again, just take us through that passage of time. So you reopen, and obviously yep. it's not like the opening. We were there were still restrictions in place, and still yeah. that you couldn't do that. You know, and and still in that when you talk about the experience for the the for your customers, there was mm. still you still weren't able really to give them the experience that you had previously or would expect to give them. So how do you work through that? It, you know, how do you not get, I guess the question is, how do you not get disgruntled with not being yeah. able to do what you want to do? Yeah, I think the big or well, the overarching thing to remember is we can only you know, control what we can control. And it's not use, no use getting stressed or upset about things that are out of our control. So we um, focus heavily on, on the areas that we can make a difference. So you're right, though, the product that we, you know, post-COVID, I guess you could say, completely different, heavily regulated for all the right reasons, of course, but you're right, it does impact the guest experience. From a team perspective, though, so, you know, we've been working, as we know, a brand new hotel, everything's great. All of a sudden, we're reopening the doors in a completely different world. Our SOPs, as we as we know it, have been flipped on their head. So we're, you know, a lot more regulation, so much more around cleaning. And cleaning was obviously fundamental prior, but there's so many more things around the cleaning and the hand sanitizers and the screens you see at the desk. Food and beverage was heavily impacted in our offering and what we what we offer in terms of the food and beverage space. So probably the biggest challenge for us is, is the buffet breakfast that everyone was, you know, we were number one in the region last year for our beautiful buffet brekkie. All of a sudden gone so we then had to almost start again to understand what the market expectations were uh, you know there's cost considerations that come into it so there's there's so many hurdles I guess you could say which is preventing us from you know being able to offer what we would wholeheartedly love to offer so it has been very challenging in that space mm. and in terms of, of your situation in comparison to other group yeah where do you sit? So in terms of our product offering? Yeah. The biggest one would be breakfast. And we, you know, breakfast has been identified as a, as a really key part of the guest day. So, it's, you know, it's your first meal of the day and it sort of sets the tone for the day. So there's been a lot of talk about brick and I, 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 um, I bounce a lot of ideas off you as well, Kim. So when we reopened, it was very much getting a feel for what the expectation of the guest is and, and people coming or travelling straight out of COVID, I guess there was a, a bit more, bit more leeway, a bit more leniency to say, look, I understand you can't offer a buffet, but we've evolved a lot since that June reopening. So now we're in, you know, October. We've come a long way in terms of our brekkie offering, and that was a lot of talking to guests and a lot of, you know, we get surveys, of course, get measured on all that, and and we scrutinised that very, very heavily and and reacted. And I think that's that's really critical is to you know listen to listen to our guests. So. We've done that and there's still, still a way to go, but we're sort of still, it's a very slow process on getting to that, meeting that balance of, you know, maintaining costs as well as providing that great guest experience. I think that's a challenge going forward. Time to take a break in our discussion with Rob Fay. We will continue again in part three of this fascinating look into the hospitality industry and the challenges and the human resources ideas that Rob is presenting to us. But for now, I'm Kim Bailey, she's Juliana Osborne, and this is Inside Exec. <laughs>